Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. Welcome Internet Cafe. I am here today with my fantastic guest, Black Diamond, who's been recording artists in Milwaukee for a few years, and he has some new music, and we are going to listen to it. I love his new song. It's called Wave Alert. So um, let's get this party started. We're going to start with Wave Alert. How about that? Wanda Williams Internet Cafe. How you doing today? I'm doing good. How you doing, Wanda? Good. Did you check that out? Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Sound good. Oh, that's a jam right there. That's a jam. Did you write that? You wrote Thank that you. yourself, right? Yes, I did. I write all my music. Oh, wow. Did you produce it too? I'm a co-producer. Okay, okay. You want to give the props to your other producer? Shout out to my homie Big Wood and uh, TK. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to interview you because you're a very, very interesting young man. I'm going to say young man and very handsome also. I had to put that in there. Thank you. And I'm going to ask you some questions. Uh, Are you from Milwaukee? 
Yes, I am. Okay, born and raised. And born and raised. How did you get started in the music industry here in Milwaukee? Uh, I started uh, with a group of friends, and uh, we just kind of was messing around, and uh, we ended up building our own studio. And uh, we would go there after work and, uh, you know, record. We wasn't really putting it out to the public at the time, but we were just, you know, record, recording ourselves and uh, having fun with it. And uh, I found that I really liked it. I found that, you know, something that, you know, was dear to my heart. You know, after I got into it, I just I just um, got attached to it and um, just kept going from there. Okay, okay. You got a caller already. Let's see what the caller has a question for you. Let's see. Let's see our caller. Welcome, caller. How you doing? Hello? Okay. Wanda Williams, hi, it's Janine Wetterby. Yes, hey, how you doing? Good, good, good. I'm just chiming in. I'm actually getting ready to go to a conference in a few minutes. I thought I'd chime in and listen to your guests and introduce okay. myself. I'm with uh, J.A. Alani Consultants is my business, and ministry is set apart ministry. So I just kind of want to listen in and get familiar with your radio uh, show, and uh, I'll just pay attention and listen to this uh, young man, and I'll chime in in the future for sure. Okay, thank you so much. We appreciate you. We go, You have a wonderful day. Okay, you do the same, and thank you. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I need to. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'm back with uh, Black Diamond, and um, there we go. I got that together. Uh, this system is new to me, so forgive me. I am not a engineer kind of person, but I am learning. Just I'm doing this on my own, so hey, I'm getting there. I also have a question. Uh, you said that you had a uh, you and your friends had a a um, studio that you went to every day. So were you just brainstorming music or? <clears throat> well, yeah. Um... We would just uh, come up with different concept ideas. Uh, we all worked together um, in high school. We all kind of like we started this nursing home, and we kind of all pulled each other in. And um, after work every day, we would just all leave work and uh, head over to our friend's house. And, um, you know, we would come up with different topics to talk about, and uh, everybody would rap about it. You know, it was fun and um, therapeutic as as well, you know, a way to just let off some steam after a hard day's work. And, um, you know, that's what we did for fun. And, um, you know, some of us, a couple of us took it, took it serious after that. We took it a little further. You had a uh, got-together a, a little group, right, that, that you had some success with that. Yes, yes, yeah. So um, after that, uh, you know, I decided that I wanted to pursue a music career as an artist. And uh, a couple of guys that I went to school with, now these are some separate guys that I worked with. These are some guys that I went to school with that were also talented. And um, I went to them and talked to them, and uh, we decided to form a group uh, called Artwork. Uh, shout out to Chip D, D Smith, uh, Artwork. And, um, you know, we recorded our first commercial uh, mixtape songs and uh, at the Band Center located on uh, Appleton and Silver Spring. Uh, shout out to Jesse and Mike, them over there. Um, so we recorded our first uh, tracks with them. We let uh, the school hear them, our friends at school, and it just kind of took off. Everybody at school was loving it. They were playing it, um, just having a ball with it. And, uh, you know, our names started to get real popular, and um, we just decided to stick with it. And um, the group, you know, the group did pretty well. You know, we had a bunch of guys that wanted to manage us, 
um, a lot of promoters that, that, that wanted to work with us and help us get out here, you know, but um, it just, uh, egos and, and being young and, you know, kind of took play into it not going further than it did. It could have actually been big, I believe. Uh, I'm I'm still pursuing music, but the other two guys uh, aren't actively pursuing it that, that I know of. Uh, I know one for sure isn't. The other one may be. But, um, okay. Okay. You know, I have a question for you. Uh, uh, you, you hear about uh, groups getting together and then they break up. And um, it's interesting, you know, I think about the, the Temptations movie, you know, they were very, very successful with the, all this interaction inside the group that we really didn't know about that was going on uh, until we saw the movie. And my question is, um, why is it so hard for singing groups to stay together? Uh, you do well making money and and you do well singing together. You know, this, this, that, that chemistry is there. Why is it so hard to keep the group together for a length of time? Um, from my per- personal experience, uh, there has to be something within that group to keep that group grounded. Um, that's pretty much it. It's, it's, you know, when you start to get um, popular or famous and uh, you start making money, you, um, you know, fans and groupies start to come into play and uh, a lot of outside entities that's pulling at the group and members of the group and, um, you know, that can be distracting. So if there's something within the group that can keep that group grounded and keep that group humble and uh, focused on what got us here, you know, focused on being thankful, focused on, okay, we made an accomplishment, now we got to work a little harder to accomplish uh, accomplishment. Now we got to work a little harder to accomplish more. Um the more you accomplish, the more work is involved to move on to the next level, and uh, that has to be understood amongst the group. You know, it's not we made a little money trying to party and blow it and, and, and you know, make all these mistakes. We have to get even more focused. And if, whether that's, you know, a person that that's, that's reminding everybody in the group every day, you know, stay focused, stay humble, or a ritual that's done, maybe a prayer, or something of that nature to keep that group focused and, and, and humble, you know, um, that's pretty much what I think would be the key. You know, when you lose touch of that, you kind of lose everything. It's like a marriage, isn't it? Um, yeah. A, a, a group, a marriage, you know, everybody really has to get along um, yeah. in order for it to make it successful. Definitely, definitely. Uh because you're with these people, you know, pretty much more than anybody else in your life. You know, you, you have to know each other. You have to be able to communicate well um, to get through things and, and over things. And um, you have to know how to give and take and be understanding with each other. It's 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 exactly like that. Okay. Okay, so you kind of went on by yourself and started producing and kept on producing and kept doing uh music. Is that correct? Yeah, I uh That's great. Yeah, I started uh my company in 2006, the One Nation Corporation. And uh it's just an overall artist production company. I work with everybody from musicians to singers to uh, you know, videographers, um, anybody that's into, you know, the arts and into their craft and, you know, they're, they they want to work, they're serious, I, I'm willing to work with them, you know. I'm willing to, that's, you know, give them a wonderful. shot. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, fabulous. and kind of open my, open up the door to my connections to those type of people and just, because a lot of people, you know, they got a lot of connections, but They'll either charge you or spoon feed you, as they say, where they won't get allow you 
through certain doors and to meet certain people that they know. So it kind of limits a lot of artists. You know, some artists, all they need is a chance, you know, to get in touch with the right people. And, you know, I'm willing to work with, with whoever, whoever's, you know, serious about their art and their craft and their career. I say let's do it. Let's get it. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, uh, your name is Black Diamond. I just want to let you know that I have a Black Diamond. I'm not all of that. They're diamond chips, <laughs> Black Diamond chips all together. So I love Black Diamonds. It's Black Diamonds uh, all together. It's beautiful. Every time I wear the ring, people are like, what is that? They are such a thing. There is such a thing as Black Diamonds, and they are beautiful. How did you come up with the name Black Diamond? Uh, it was uh, actually uh, a manager of mine. Shout out to Dante Chestnut. Uh, he gave me that name. We were. Uh, I used to go by Smoke, which was a nickname that I uh, got when I was young. My uncle gave it to me because I'm very dark skinned, complex, and beautiful. I love Maya. your skin. You have beautiful skin. You know, dark skinned people have that 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 clear, beautiful glow to their skin, and you have that. Thank you. Yeah, so my uncle gave me uh, the nickname Smoke because of that, and that kind of carried on throughout my life till I got older. And uh, when I, you know, decided to do my own thing, I kind of wanted to reinvent myself and uh, come up with something new, you know, and something different that fit me. So, uh, me and my manager at the time were thinking of different names and ideas, and he came to me one day and was like, I got it. And he was like, you know, Black Diamond, you know, never. At the time, there were no artists out with that name. Um, he felt like, you know, I was as rare as a Black Diamond as far as my talent, um, you know, my dark skin tone, you know, people call my life, they used to talk about me being black and dark skin, you know, so it kind of just fit everything about it, and um, I ran with it. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. That'll work. Let's do it. Yeah, that is. And and I'm telling you, black diamonds are beautiful. I love my black diamonds, and like I said, people stop me. What is that? It's a black diamond, and you are special and very talented. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the song, uh, let's see here, Wave Alert, and I've been playing it, and we played it at the beginning of the show, and I love the song. Is it hip-hop? Is it rap? Do you have a name for Because I know everybody wants to put music in different categories and put different labels on it. What do you consider this song to be, uh, Wave Alert? Wave Alert is rap it's uh it's something that i created specifically for the club um specifically for the nightlife for the for the guys out here that's just having a good time that just want to go out and party um so yeah it's hip-hop it's rap it's all of that hip-hop is the culture and uh rap is the genre in the culture and uh, that's just what it is. I just wanted to have fun with that one. I just wanted to put something out there that can be played in the club with with the club dancing songs. And um, you know that it's pretty. Not, it's really not a complex thing. It's not much to it. It's real simple. Just let's have some fun type thing. Yeah, that's how that's how I felt when I heard it. It reminded me of the days when. Uh, we used to listen to the Sugar Hill Gang and all the other ones, and we knew the words to the song, and it was fun and positive but fun, and uh, we just enjoyed ourselves. That's when we first were, you know, you know, rap's been around for a long time. People have been rapping in songs since, you know, everybody can't sing, you know, so since the beginning of time, you know, they they, they rap, they talk. So rap is not a new thing, but it's been um, – um, turned in so too many different genres of rap, um, fun rap, uh, hard rap, uh, or, or whatever you want to call it. And I think that, it, to right. me, I feel like it's going back to maybe the fun rap, where everybody's having fun, nobody feels 
uh, like they're being disrespected, especially the women when that rap came out, women calling being called H's and B's and all that stuff. What is um, hip? What is hip hop? What is your definition of hip hop? Um, what does it mean to you? Well, uh, hip hop is 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 the culture of our music. That's the root of hip hop. That's what it's supposed to be, you know. But it's also um, it's a powerful form of music. It's uh, it's uh, almost like a hypnosis. It's almost like you're being hypnotized. It's that powerful, where uh, you know. If you think about the word hip and the word hip-hop to be um, said to be short for the word hypnotized. Uh, So it can change your mood in the drop of a dime. It's it's that powerful. And I think the, 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 the CEOs and the people over the industry understand the power in this music. They understand how controlling this music is over the people. So that's why they try to control the music and what's on the airwaves and what's, you know, being played in the clubs because it's like uh, this music can move masses. It can, you know, make people want to dance and have a good time or it can make people want to fight, you know. So uh, that's pretty much what it is. It's it's a culture of music that stands from um, conscious music where, you know, it's all a positive message or knowledge being given or music that really has no uh, no message or meaning to it is just someone talking to a beat and just trying to make it sound good. So it can be just that deep or it can be that shallow. Okay, that's that's very very interesting concept that you have there. You know, when I first heard the song, I liked the song. But there was one thing about the song that kind of got me, and um, uh, everything else is positive. The N-word is used in the song. And it kind of, you know, like, okay, you know, there's been a lot of controversy with the N-word lately, especially when LeBron James had that squirreled over his house coming home to that type of uh, Violence on his home, I guess, you know, you don't feel safe. What are they going to do next? How, why do we still use that word in our music? And what is the differences of the meaning of that word? Because a lot of people have been getting in trouble for using the N-word, especially white people, and we use it all the time. So kind of sort it out for me. What's going on with the N-word? Okay, well, the N word is to me it's just a word. It's just another word, just like any other word. But when that when that word was used in a certain context, uh the intent behind it was to be used to separate races, to be used to belittle a race. When it was when that word was used for that reason Specifically, it became a negative word. It became a bad thing that haunts our culture to this day. Uh, now, N-I-G-G, with the E-R and with the A on the end, is two different things when it comes to the black community. Now, we branched off from the E-R of what, that means to our culture and, you know, the history behind it and, you know, slavery and everything that that was tied into that. So, you know, like we always do, we always reinvent and, and come up with our own thing, you know, slang words and different ways of saying stuff. So we put the A on there, which to us means something different. It's just to us with the A on the end, uh, anybody could be that. Anybody could be, you know, can I say the word or? Go ahead. Anybody could be a nigga. We could say, you, you, you can call anybody my nigga. I, I hear black people call white people my nigga all the time. 
you know, um, the intent behind it when we say it also doesn't mean we're not never saying it to where we're trying to belittle the next person or, uh, or, you know, make them make ourselves superior over the next person. So that's the big part of it. And then, um, at the same time, it's, hold on, let me grab, let me gather my thought. Um, let me interject something while you do that. So if a, so if a white person came up to you and said, "My, you know what," and uh, it was had his arm all around you, you wouldn't be offended by that. Me personally, no. Yeah. Uh, and why is some that? People, and some people would take offense to that. What do you say? What? Some people, we, you know, this is is this right. a secret society where black people can only use it, or anybody can use it? So if a white guy came up to you, hey man, oh hey, you guys are, you wouldn't be, it wouldn't, a fight wouldn't break out, especially now in this climate of people um, saying what's on their mind and they don't care. You know, right, right. how would I, you know what context probably. this person was saying it in, negative or positive? Right, right. I mean, you have to be the judge of that when somebody says it to you if they're coming at you in that type of way. But, you know, I'm not easily offended by words like that. Um, a lot of people are, though. A lot of We've been taught growing up all our lives that, you know, don't ever, if anybody, you know, white ever says this to you, attack. You know what I'm saying? So, our our youth and our our whole community is just brainwashed. If you hear that come out of a white person's mouth, attack, you know, but person might not be coming at you like that. They might really just be trying to be cool and get on your level and feel like this is how I can connect with these people or this person. So um, you have to be the judge of is this person, you know, trying to, you know, be slick or belittle me or, you know, talk down on me. Um, or is this person just trying to connect with? Me? Uh, like I said, okay. when when you hear that word used with the er on the end, it's usually because that person is trying to come at you and uh, use it in a negative way. When you hear the a at the end, it's usually more laid back, cool. And this is a word that we've grown up on. This is a word I've heard all my life since I was a child. To this day, I hear the word. It's been a part of my, my language. It's been a part of everything around me. For me to use it in music, it's just, it's like, it's normal. It's natural. You know, this is right. something I've been saying and, and been around and people have been saying to me all my life. So it's just part of our language at this point. You know, um, yeah. When I'm going to interject something here. I'm I, I I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm interested. Do you think we could ever get away from it totally? You know, some people may not. What you just said was a great explanation between the two N words. There's two different N words, but do you think we could just honestly just eradicate it and um, uh, and and stop saying us, stop saying that word to get other races and to stop saying it too, because not only the white people use that term in a negative form, other people use it in a negative form, races use a negative form too. And do you think we could just ever just say, hey, we're not going to say this no more, we're going to get rid of this, this ain't cool, um, we, it's a bad word. you think we'll ever be able to get a front, get away from it? Uh, I mean, it's possible if we all band together and teach the youth like we should. You know, it starts with our children, and you know, when you whenever you want to make change, you have to start with the children because it has to go through a generation cycle thing where, you know, we have to let the generation that's already programmed kind of fade out, and the new generation comes in and changes it. So if we were ever to be able to change it, it would have to start there, and we would all have to be on board. Now, also, the word means in our community the ignorant ones. So the ones that's running around, 
you know, uh, is doing ignorant, stupid stuff, and uh, basically that make the culture uh, look bad in a sense um, are in our GGAs. So mm-hmm. will there always be ignorant in our GGAs around? Probably. Everybody's not gonna all gonna ever be, you know, intelligent and pro black and uplifting of of the culture. You know, so you're gonna always you. have the you. ignorant ones. Yeah. So I don't know, you know. Well, maybe maybe one day, you know, we could come to a consensus. Everybody will know, uh, you know, what to say, what to do. I want to talk about um, you are an, you're an actor. And you acted in a movie uh, here that's coming out, and I hope I got the the um, name of the movie right. I said it was five three two o six, and that's uh, it was a documentary done on that um, zip code where there's a lot of violence in the zip code, and you're you're going to be in the, uh, the the movie. They came here and did a movie, and you're um, play a big role in that movie. Tell us about that movie, and do you know when it's coming out? Yeah, the movie um the movie is still in post production. Uh we don't have a date, you know, we still have to do uh promotion and stuff before the movie actually comes out. But we've shot the movie. Um I have seen uh, you know, some of the editing and it's looking good so far. So okay. And what role said, did you play? It, what role did you play in the movie? Uh, I play uh I play one of the thugs in the movie that, okay. you know, uh, that basically betrays these guys out here in the street that's, uh, you know, selling the drugs and shooting at people and different things of that nature. So um, we're basically just telling a story of what goes on every day here in our city what we deal with every day, why we hurting, you know, it's 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 somewhat like a it's like a musical. So, you know, we have some very talented singers um in the movie. Uh and we basically just telling the story from these kids' point of view, the youth and trying to get their pain heard, trying to get some awareness around the senseless violence the drugs, you know, uh, kids growing up without parents and um, all this stuff that's going on right now right in our neighborhood, we're trying to, you know, show that story on film. It's a full-feature Hollywood film. Uh, We had Hollywood came out and and showed us a lot of love and um, showed us how it was really done, and and it was very fun. And uh, I've met a lot of great people on the set. We had the uh, a Milwaukee cast. You know, uh, Milwaukee was employed to do, you know, the behind-the-scenes work. So shout-out to Miss Kim Productions, you know, for giving us that opportunity. And, you know, you guys, I, I believe everyone is going to love it when it comes out. Okay. Is it um, – uh, how do you feel about playing – your part, your part, because you're a good guy. I know that. You're. How did you feel about playing a a thug in the movie? Uh, I felt like that's one of the most important roles, one of the most impactful roles, because you know, it's like the bad guy is all. You got the good guy and the bad guy. So, um, for me to be able to, you know, tell that story because I've I've seen it. I've been around it, you know. I've I've grown up. I grew up. My grandparents still live in a five three two zero six, so um, I've been around it. I, it. It was it was it was kind of natural for me to know what to do and how to do it, and um, you know, hopefully, it, it, I tell that story well on film, and you know, people can feel it. I want people to feel it, not just see us acting on screen, but feel it and and be able to, to relate. And say I know exactly what they what they saying, you know, and you know, hopefully it opens some eyes and 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 we can come together as a community and do better. They say that actors enjoy playing 
uh, bad guys than good guys. Uh, they have more fun doing that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, <laughs> it was pretty fun to be able to do things that I can't do in real life. You know, I obviously can't just, well, I could, but I wouldn't, you know, because of the consequences behind it. But to be able to, you know, um, have a shootout and drive in a car and do the wild things that the bad guy was doing in the movie, you know, so it was like just getting the chance to play cops and robbers, you know, and not get in trouble for it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was cool. That sounds that sounds good. That sounds good. I, I'm looking forward to it coming out. I've heard a lot about it. Um, I know um, some um, – Who's um, who directed it? Do you know the director? Uh, Miss Kim is uh, oh, the woman director. The, oh my goodness! Yes. I love to interview her. Wow, yes, Miss yes. a woman directed it. Yeah, yeah, I, I can uh, I could probably you know hook you up with her and um. You I know. would love to talk to her. A woman director. Oh yeah, say it loud. I'm a woman and I'm proud, y'all. I would love to to um. Uh, interview her and uh, the things she's gone through because uh, to be a director that's that's wonderful wonderful was it nice working with a woman director? Yeah yeah Miss Miss Campbell she was cool um she was a uh, very um she was very humble uh, a lot of hospitality you know she made sure we ate every day and. Uh, Everybody was having fun and laughing. She made sure that it was always a positive vibe on scene, and that was a, oh, a beautiful yeah. thing. She 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 would let the the singers sing us a song every day, and just kind of break the ice and get everybody you know fired up for the day. So yeah, it was it was a great experience. Wonderful. Now, is any of your music in the uh, movie? Uh, actually, I I did work on two of the songs that uh, wow. may be on the soundtrack. Yeah, I wrote, I uh, I did a verse on one of the songs, and then I wrote a song that I have uh, one of the singers, uh, Armani, she's singing on uh, one of the songs I wrote. So, oh, you know, uh, we'll see how that goes with the soundtrack, though, yeah. Oh, congratulations. You know, I'm going to ask you this question. I, you know, you think rappers can't sing. Can you sing? Can, can you actually sing? I can. I know notes. Uh, I can. I know how a note is supposed to sound and how it's supposed to be hit. Do I have the voice for it? No. But I can sing a little bit. You know, I can sing enough to get the point across of how this song should be sang. Okay. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Now, I'm going to ask you, how is the music industry in Milwaukee? How How is it? It, 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 it Does it embrace artists? Um, uh, can you collaborate with a lot of people? What is the scene in Milwaukee, the music scene? Because a lot of great people came from, have come from Milwaukee. Uh, Al Jarreau, um, let's see, um, and now my mind is my mind is blank. All of a sudden, there's some good, there's some good uh, artists that have come. Uh, Eric Benet. Um, can you think of some some others that have come here from here? Yeah, uh, Rico Love is a big one. Um, okay. Uh, there's quite a few. Cuckoo Cow. I know a lot of the you know hip hop guys and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Cuckoo Cow. You know, Baby Drew was big here. Um, yeah, we had we got we had quite a few artists that came from not just Milwaukee but the Midwest period. Yeah, uh, that yes. have become enormous stars and um, you know very popular and stuff. Very uh, talented. Yeah, as far as the the music the music industry here, now I can say the artists. I love the artists. I love to work with the artists here uh, for the most part. You know, you're always going to have your few bad apples. But um, for the most part, 
the artists here are hungry. You know, they're they're thriving. They're 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 doing everything they can to get themselves heard, investing in themselves. And um, I love being around the artists here. You know, but uh, the gatekeepers, and what I mean by gatekeepers, I mean you know the the guys that are controlling that are controlling the doorways to, you know, get heard. Um, not always the best business people, you know. Um, communication could be better in the Milwaukee music industry. Communication could be much better. Um, you know, pay, paying to perform is not something that's ideal for an artist. You know, artists look to get paid to perform. And it seems here the artists are always being charged to, to showcase their, their craft, to, to give you, to entertain you and give you their talent. Why should they have to pay you to do that? You know, they should be the ones getting paid. Um, that's the big thing. It's just the, the communication is like key number one. It's like you know, if you can't be on time and you can't call me and let me know you're not going to be on time, we lost. We're on, we on two different pages now, you know, and that's one big thing I see. And that's even with some of the artists, too. We have to do better with communicating with each other and um, our producers and uh, our radio personnel on both on both sides of the fence. That communication got got to tighten up for us to move forward as a unit, as an industry, and be taken serious by the rest of the world. Um, that's pretty much what it is, what I see, you know. Yes. There's some really nice studios in this city that I heard yeah. of that do really good work. Yeah. Yeah, we have we have quite a few. We got we got nice Studios and we have nice producers, guys that can make some some nice beats. You know, musically talented artists, guitar players, drummers, um, sax players. Man, we got it all. We we have some some great musicians here, and that's why I said you know, yeah, it's music and it's art, but when you're talking about the business side, that has to be conducted better and a little differently than, you know, just getting together and making music. Right. Some people think it's a hobby or you're doing it for fun, so we're not going to pay you. You know, you know that, that that's, right. that's the thing. Like, come on, bring, I want you to pack up all your equipment, and I want you to bring it out and then just in, entertain us and make us feel good and uh, just so you can get exposure and then go home with no money. Because you're not talking about, we're talking about gas. We're talking about moving the equipment. We're talking about setting up the equipment. We're talking about afterwards taking down the equipment. It's a lot right. of work. It's a lot of effort goes into it, and people do not understand this. It, it's not, we're, we, we love what we do. We love having fun, but we have to eat. we got to take care of our families. We got bills. Right. This is what we do for right. a living. You know, this is right. not just right. for funsies. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. And then when you do get paid, they they barely want to give you anything. Oh, you just had a good time, just going home. And and that has to change. That attitude has to change. That um, have to beg for more money. It's it, it to be respected is um, is is terrible. Right. Right. I'm, I'm, I think people, if people can understand the process creating a song better, then maybe they could respect it a little more. Because if you think about one song from start to finish, and now they say time is money. Uh, first, you're putting in your time to sit down and write the lyrics, uh, which could take a few hours. Um create the music or get the music created by a producer. Now, most artists most artists don't create their own music, beats, especially rappers. They have a producer that creates the beats for them. So um, now you got to go take time out, meet with this guy, pay him to create a beat for you to go to your song. Then 
Now you take your song and your beat, and you schedule time in this cordial song. You go spend time and money recording your song. Then after the song is recorded, it has to be mixed and mastered, um, tweaked. So you pay more money to get it mixed, mastered, tweaked, and sounding like you want it to sound. Then, okay, if I want to release this song commercially, I have to get a radio version made. Now that now that engineer has to go back in, take out any, you know, curse words or anything that you can't mm-hmm. say on the radio. That's more time and more money out of your pocket. And then, you know, you need an acapella version. You need an instrumental. All this is for the DJs. And now you have completed song, but now it has to be promoted and pitched to DJs and promoters and stuff. So that's more time and more money that you have to put in getting it out here and getting it heard, getting people to just take a few minutes out of their day to listen, you know. And then on top of that, they charge you to come perform the song. So if people can understand the process that goes into it, and it even goes into more depth than that. That's just me covering it in general. But if people can understand how much time and how much money goes into producing one song that that artist believes in their heart is great music, and this music can touch a lot of people and possibly change the world, you know, I think people could respect the craft a little more and respect artists a little more enough to want to pay them and say, let me, you know, let me give you a couple of dollars, man. You, you put a lot into this. But, you know, people just yeah. think we just snap our fingers and up is a song recorded and it's just that easy, but it's not. I also admire uh, your work you do in the community, your volunteer work, and tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I always take it upon myself to reach out to <clears throat> whether it be the Boys and Girls Club, I've done volunteer work for uh, the YMCA, specifically Parkline YMCA. I prefer to work with the more troubled areas because I think that's where we need the most help. That's where we need to start. So I'll reach out to Sherman Park Boys and Girls Club, Parkline YMCA, And I'll just talk to their coordinators, and I'll say, you know, will you guys let me just come in free of charge, talk to the kids, um, you know, see if I can touch bases with them on another level. And I started doing that, and they they started letting me do that. St. Charles is another one, alternative school. And uh, just two summers ago, um, I was asked to do the entire – summer program because it usually would just wow. be one day or or two days I would come in and then that would be it. But two summers ago they said, well, can you do the whole come in? I think it was twice a week I came in and uh, for the entire summer. So I had to create my own curriculum to do that, and I had to present wow. that, and then they had to approve it. So uh, it's called The Art of Music. And basically what it is is we take, uh, we write down, I teach kids how to write their feelings on paper. It's, 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 it's a form of therapy. You know, we start with poetry. We start off by expressing ourselves and saying, this is how I'm feeling today. This is what happened in my life today. This is what happened at home today. You know, I, I, this is what made me mad today or sad today. And then we take that poetry and we, I show them how to rhyme it, how to write the lines, bars properly, and then we turn it into music. I have singers in my classes. They'll turn their poems into a song. I have rappers in my classes. They'll turn their poems into a rap. Then I bring in some beats and let them sing and rap over the beats, and we dance and we sing and we rap and we have a good time. And at the end of the class, um, the, the the whole program, you know, we have like a big pizza party 
and they, everybody get to say they rap in front of the class and they song. And we just, you know, it's a no judgment zone. You know, you, I, I make it very clear. You, if you, if you laugh at someone or talk about someone else's work, then you no longer can be in the class. You know, only kids that are gonna be, you know, respectful to each other. You know, out allowed to be a part of this because this is a it's a very touchy thing you know and we don't want to kick nobody down before they even get started so uh yeah it's it's it seems to be very effective the kids love it they learn something from it they learn a way in life that can that they can carry on their entire lives once they learn all they all I have to do is write my feelings on paper and I can release that anger because a lot of this violent stuff is from anger that's held in. They don't know how to release it. They don't know how to talk about it. They don't know who to talk to. You don't need nobody to talk to. Write it on paper. Talk about it to yourself first. And then that makes it easier to talk to someone else. So that's what I do, and um, that's what I love to do. That's 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 my purpose. That's my purpose for all. The music. If I if you take the music away from me, I'm gonna continue to do that no matter what. You know, when I'm old and gray, when I'm done, I'm gonna still do that because I love to do that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you also produce other artists? Yeah, I've co-produced uh, a lot of artists in the city. I've written songs um, for a lot of the artists that sing and do R&B and pop. Um, a lot of the po- popular artists that you may even know, uh, G. Womack, uh, Sincere, these guys that have big names in the city. And uh, as far as my company and my my label, I have one artist officially that I produce and I groom and I'm helping him develop as an artist. Uh, his name is Trelly Trail. What's cracking, G? Um, okay. He. He uh he's right now he's locked up. You know, he made a mistake out here and got himself locked up and um you know, he calls me and he tells me all the time, I wish I had to listen to you, I wish I would just listen to you and I wouldn't be in this position. And he'll be home soon though. He you know, he only did a year. But uh, okay. when he comes home, he'll be back on the trail of uh, just getting it, getting his music out here, getting it heard. Hopefully, I can keep him on a straight path, and you know, because he he helped me, he helped me with the the last class I did, the last um, that summer program I was just telling you about. I had okay. him in there with me. He plays the he plays the guitar, so he came in. He played some guitar and he sang for the kids. And um, he got a chance to just see, you know, what I do and how powerful it is. So, you know, right. I'm trying to help, you know, not just the kids, but young adults as well. Definitely. That's oh, yeah. really awesome. That's awesome. Now, I'm going to ask you this question. If you, I don't know if you have children or not, would you recommend, if you have children or whatever, to go into this industry, the music industry? Uh. If that's what they wanted I do to do, have, Daddy, I want to, I want to be a singer. Daddy, I want to be a rapper. What would you tell them? I mean, it's a, it's a good business. It can be, it can be very good to you. And I do have a son. I, I have one child, a son. He just turned thirteen yesterday, actually. Oh, and happy birthday! What's his me, name? Uh, Dewan Junior. Dewan Nation Junior. Shout out all to right, all right. Happy birthday, Duan. Much love. Yeah. Go ahead. So yeah, if he if he told me that that's what he wanted to do, I'd be more than happy for him, and I'd be you know very supportive of him. And um, I'm glad that I have the knowledge of the game that I do, so I could share that with him, and maybe he could you know go around a lot of the mistakes that I made. And um, just really enjoy the the good parts of it, you know, the the positive side of it, you know, and, and avoid the negativity because there is a lot of sharks in the game. It's a lot of people that you know um, use and abuse artists, 
but there are a lot of good people too. There are a lot of people that just want to help you make it and, you know, express yourself. So it's just the art form and it can pay well if it's done right. So I definitely would encourage that. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, your music, uh, I did one of the songs, which I love again, uh, Wave Alert, but how can um, others uh, buy or purchase your music? How can they uh, How can they get your music? Because you've done a lot, and I'm going to release some more of your music. I just wanted everybody to hear Wave Alert because I really liked it. And I'm old school. I'm not one of them people who's like, oh, wow, I'm a big rap fan. No, I, I, this song really did something to me. It made me want to get up and dance, believe it or not, and it was fun. So I really liked this song. So how can we get your music if we – how can we get in contact with you or get your music or if somebody wants to work with you, uh, if somebody wants to, you to produce their music, help them with their music, how can they contact you? Uh, the best way would be uh, by email. Email me. My business email is the One Nation Corporation at gmail dot com, and that's the one D A O N E N A T I O N Corporation at gmail dot com. That's probably the best way to just reach out to me and let me know you're serious, and we can get something going. I have music that is on SoundCloud. You can go to DNC, D as in dog, N as in Nancy, C as in car, DNC music, uh, M-U-S-I-K is how you spell music. So it's DNC music uh, on SoundCloud. If you go there, I have a, a bunch of songs there that you can look and listen to. Um, I have music on YouTube, uh, Black Diamond. You go go on Black Diamond, Wave Alert, Black Diamond, Swag. Uh, you, you, My music, everything will pop up there. Um, also, I have music on That Piss. That's a mixtape. Uh, that's an app that you can download on your phone, a mixtape app. It's called That Piss, D-A-P. I mean, D-A-T-P-I-F-S. And um, I have uh, my last few projects on there, Mr. Nation, Nation Business is a mixtape I did. First Impression is my first album. Uh, I'm always posting my stuff on Facebook. I'm on Facebook as uh, Dewan, D-A-W-A-N, Black Diamond Nation. Go on Facebook, look me up. You'll see what's going on with me on a day-to-day basis. If I got any new music, I'm going to post it there. Okay. Um, that's pretty much that's pretty much the hot spots, you know. There's probably more okay. music floating around some other spots, but those are pretty much the hot spots. Now, um, we got to go. This has been a very, very interesting, knowledgeable interview. You are You are fabulous. And, Thank you. I'm going to keep up with you, and I'm probably going to have you back. And I want to say mm-hmm. thank you for your music. Thank you for your volunteerism to to use. And I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, much love. And we're going to end, we're going to end with um, Wave Alert. How about that? Your song. Sounds you good. Thank that, you. Black? DNC. All right, Black Get your guys. ones Take up. Care. We're Striving going to, to be now. number one. All, All right, right. We'll thank do. you so much. All right, Wanda. Bye-bye. Love. You love you, too.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.